I V M. to a brand new episode of the Musafir Stories, India's very own travel podcast, where each week we share the journey of travellers in their own words and relive their experiences with you, our listeners. Hi guys, I'm your host Faiza and our guest traveller today is Renuka from the blog Voyager for Life. Renuka is a solo traveller who blogs about interesting travel stories, her adventures on the road, the things she missed while travelling and the experiences that enrich her. Well, she ta- also talks about the beauty that enraptures her soul, the people she met and the yummy cuisine she ate with them. Most importantly, she talks about how travelling has made her the person she is. Renuka's work has been featured on Trilophilia, Make My Trip, Travel Triangle, The Hindu and many more publications. She has also worked with a number of tourism boards and brand campaigns. So sit back and enjoy as Renuka takes us on a solar trip to the crown jewel of India. With that introduction, I would like to welcome Renuka Walter from the blog Voyager for Life. Hi Renuka, welcome to the Musafir Stories. Hi Faiza. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful and it's my pleasure to be with you here. Thank you. Uh, Renuka, uh, we would love to hear your travel stories. So, But before that, uh, how, please tell us how did the travel bug bite you and since when have you been traveling? I don't know if there was any particular moment when travel bug bit <laughs> me but I think uh, I always wanted to travel. Uh-huh. It's just that... Um, it started just one fine day. Like I have been traveling for the last 10, 15 years, I would say. Okay. Like um, earlier, I used to travel with my family. Like everybody in my family loves to travel. So it wasn't uh, like I never had to go through that situation where I had to convince people at my place mm-hmm. to allow me to travel because everybody in my family, they, they are all uh, bitten by this wanderlust, I would say. Okay. So uh, I started traveling alone with Rajasthan. In the year 2011. Mm-hmm. So, I started um, a solo trip uh, with Udaipur. Okay. Because at that time, I didn't even start my blog. I started my blog a year later. So, at that time, I started traveling alone without any thought, without any agenda. And it was just random. And it was just a thought that I, I had this curiosity to explore a place on my own. Mm-hmm. And see a place through my uh, perspective. So, I wanted to do it alone. And then... When I did it once, that wanted to do it again and again. That's wonderful. So, so uh, yeah. please tell our listeners a little about your blog as well. So, your blog is called Voyager for Life and it's about a solo female traveler. So, how is it for a woman to travel all alone? I mean, we would love to hear your story. I started my blog in the year 2012. Uh-huh. So, it's more than five years now. And when I started my blog, I started it on a very casual note. Like, I just thought to share my travel photos. Okay. And I had no idea that I would continue to do it for so many years. And uh, because uh, travel is my passion and photography is my passion. Okay. So, and when I started blogging about what I like doing, then automatically what blogging also became my passion. Okay. So my blog is all about travel inspiration. And uh, through my blog, I want to tell people that anybody can travel. Right. And if you, if you uh, make travel 
the priority of your life you can travel i don't think anything else matters like uh, people say that we don't have money to travel or we don't have time to travel mm-hmm. and there are different things that uh, people come up with mm-hmm. but if you really have the desire to travel if you really have the curiosity to explore places mm-hmm. then i think you can do it and i also face the same challenges as, as other people it's not that i have a lot of money or i have uh, all the luxuries mm-hmm. like even i have my limitations even i have a family even i have commitments and responsibilities and different things are there right but i am able to do it because i want to do it and anybody can do it so my blog aims at inspiring people to travel as far as traveling alone is concerned i think uh, it is a better way to travel right i'm i'm not saying that you should not travel with other people it is good to travel with friends and and companions and with your spouse or your parents or children or whatever but traveling alone gives you freedom to do what you want to do right. and traveling alone um, allows you to um, explore a place more deeply that's, that's nice. why, yeah that's why i try to travel alone most of the time okay that's great and how about a solo woman traveler any tips that you would like to give our listeners yes sure uh, tips i would say that uh, don't even think that any place on on this uh, planet earth is safe per se like you you cannot really uh, label a place as safe or unsafe mm-hmm. i have written about on my blog so many times uh, that no place is safe or unsafe it's just in your mind and wherever you go just keep this in mind that you have to follow your instincts Yeah. and do not do anything which is obviously foolish mm-hmm. like roaming around or wandering in a place which is deserted if you find anybody such suspicious if you find anything suspicious you just have to stay away and there are just basic common uh, common things and common sense that you have to use right. to st- stay safe like for me um, when i book my travels i always make sure that i book my accommodation in advance okay right that will at least the first two days in advance and uh, i try to research about the place and uh, i like i mostly stay in uh, at home stays and guest houses and i avoid those uh, usual hotels and like i try to uh, make sure that the place that i'm going to stay is well recommended and it is uh, like it is not in a deserted place and uh, like i read reviews also in tripadvisor or booking.com and i talk to people and and i also uh, give a call to the hotel manager or homestay manager before i arrive at his place and i talk to the person i try to you know understand that what kind of person he or she is right so there are uh, like quite simple things like you i won't say that these are big things correct yeah Very yeah simple things that you can do and stay safe absolutely absolutely and i feel somehow yeah. staying in homestays uh, gives you a different feel altogether especially with respect to knowing yes. a place compared to a hotel so yes. you you have both i mean in that way both things are good you are safe as well compared obviously over compared to a hotel and mm-hmm. you get to explore the place and look at it from a different angle right right i think staying at a homestay um, is more beneficial because you don't have to really set out and think on your own that what you should be doing because when you stay at a homestay you are staying with a local Absolutely. and that local knows everything about that place right. so you get a chance to uh, to have uh, those deep meaningful conversations with that uh, local and then you learn about the cuisines the local yeah. cuisines and their traditions and everything and then these the places that they recommend are uh, more beautiful and they are less frequented so obviously you get something which is uh, 
we you get to explore something which is uh, not very common and not very usual so then obviously when you have um, those usual experiences then you definitely feel better about your trip and Absolutely. the entire experience Absolutely. yeah that's true <laughs> so yeah. renuka going on with the musafir stories tradition where are you going to take our listeners today i think i'll take you to uh, shrinagar because it's very dear to my heart kashmir okay. is one destination which is very very dear to my heart okay. in fact i would like to share that the moment when i landed in kashmir when i saw it uh, from the plane uh-huh. i had tears in my eyes oh wow <laughs> yes because you know it's said to be a heaven on uh, right. like kashmir said to be heaven on earth yes so i was very curious in uh, one trip which i had uh, you know planned several times and canceled for some reason or the other so finally when i made it there so it was a very emotional moment for me Aww. so when i landed in shrinagar i loved shrinagar because earlier i thought that maybe shrinagar will just be my you know base and i'll be exploring other regions other parts of uh, kashmir which mm-hmm. i did Uh-huh. but i i didn't expect shrinagar to uh, be so enjoyable like i didn't ex- expect myself to like shrinagar so much but uh, i ended up liking shrinagar very much i think shrinagar itself is very beautiful right absolutely and it's after all the beautiful summer capital of jammu and kashmir yes. and surrounded by the himalayan mountains beautiful yes. yeah yes so how yes. long of a trip was this it was a 13 day trip okay and which time of the year did you travel it was in peak summer june oh okay okay yes great so uh, how about your accommodation and from where were you traveling renuka i i was i traveled from hyderabad to shrinagar uh-huh and uh, um, i stayed with a couple of uh, homestays like i stayed uh, in a guest house called uh, new world guest house it was a relative new guest house at that time uh-huh. and not many people know about it i came to know about it through lonely planet and booking.com i think lonely planet and booking.com are very reliable in terms of uh, stay and and to read reviews you can re- read reviews on trip advisor this is additional advice that i'm giving because that's how i plan my stay and all okay. because i like to research a lot so new world guest house was my like that was the first leg of my trip and then i stayed a few days uh, at mahatta homestay okay okay and so you booked these homestays were both places, online yes online like i had a word with the um, owner and then i didn't really book in advance like i didn't pay them in advance like uh-huh. i just had a word with them and they reserved the room for me and it was a good experience okay great so and uh, what about with respect to any uh, permits renuka did you need any permits for certain places there did you take it beforehand no no permits i um, had to take beforehand like obviously uh, to explore shrinagar you don't need any permits okay, but okay. if you have to go to places uh, like uh, gurez valley or tulel valley the, the northern kashmir the area which is uh, near to the border okay uh, so if you want to access those areas then you have to go through several checkpoints okay so you just have to carry your id proofs and you don't have to like obtain a permit beforehand but you can agree yeah. and uh, with respect to packing and everything so we tra- traveling from hyderabad it would have been like really hot in hyderabad so how did you prepare for the trip in jammu i mean in shrinagar actually i didn't have to prepare uh, much because uh, kashmir like uh, kashmir is uh, quite summery during um, june like it, okay. it's summer there so you don't have to pack woolens for that time huh. however the weather is um, like very changeable you cannot really predict it's very unpredictable some it can uh, rain suddenly and it can get a little cold okay. due to the rains okay. 
so and during the daytime it can get very sunny so you'll start feeling hot so you have to carry light woolens i would say not you don't have to carry carry too much but yes you have you do have to carry light woolens in case of sudden cold okay. so yeah great so we all packed and all prepared and wow we are going to the switzerland of india wow. yes <laughs> so how was it the first day you've landed tears in your eyes yeah. you're so excited how was your first day yeah so the first day was great and all the days were beautiful and i i hold this trip very dear to my heart because it was not a rush rush kind of trip it was a very uh, slow trip like it was intentionally slow like it was intentionally uh, slow because I, that's my travel style i uh, like to explore places on a very slow pace okay. so shrinagar is one place where i had the luxury of time and i didn't really care about uh, ticking off um, hot spots so the first day was spent at uh, dal lake okay. the beautiful lake of shrinagar so okay. i started my uh, journey with dal lake and i enjoyed a nice evening stroll there and i chatted with few shikara guys also oh, wow. yeah so it was a very different experience and then uh, it rained also a couple of days so i had to stay in home also like i couldn't go out also for a couple of days because of heavy rains Uh-oh. so and then um, my manager uh, he took me to his village also and then he took me to a cherry farm oh, wow. their personal uh, farmhouse to his relatives place also oh that's great so <laughs> it was all spontaneous like i was i wasn't planning any of my days i wasn't thinking that okay i'll do this today or do that and then one of the days i explored um, the old city of shrinagar oh, amazing okay yeah so that way that's great so let's maybe let's go and explore like one place at one time so dal lake is something that i think all of us have seen in movies since forever yes. you look at yes. old movies new movies everything is got dal lake the beautiful kashmir lake yes but the beautiful part is that that you can never get tired of dal lake like oh. uh, my shikara ride like i didn't think of taking a shikara ride because you know uh-huh. taking a shikara ride alone doesn't make much sense because it is meant to be a romantic uh, experience <laughs> So you're supposed to take a shikara ride with your, uh, uh, you know, uh, lover or right. like at least with somebody. <laughs> But you know, it was strange that I took a shikara ride alone, and everybody was looking at me that what is this girl doing alone in a shikara? <laughs> But it was a beautiful experience, nevertheless. Okay, great. How was it? I mean, the ride you got to see beautiful mountains all around, covered. Yes, like- yes, yes. Like Shrinagar is a kind of city where wherever you will stand, you will see some beauty or the other. Wow. like it's 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 not possible to not witness beauty in shrinagar right. and the city is quite big uh, it it turned out to be bigger than my imagination uh-huh. so there there's lots that you can do in shrinagar right and um, i think even the dal lake is close it's spread close to 15 kilometers if i'm not wrong so that's a pretty huge yes, lake yes it's quite big it's quite uh-huh. huge and it's a beautiful walk around it oh wow and the shikaras be sellers i mean how is it do you have to like bargain a lot with them and yeah of course that is one thing that you wouldn't really enjoy doing to bargain <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. hard sell a lot because you know that's uh, that's they they have a very limited season okay so okay there are certain things that you have to deal with i think it's okay it's worth it even if you right. end up paying a little extra i think it's worth it it's, it's because it's so beautiful yeah. and it's one of a kind experience like i don't think uh, such experiences come every day so right. i know could you maybe describe it to us i mean how was the view when you're sitting in the shikara and yeah. uh it was beautiful i i would say it was just out of a movie uh-huh. like uh, um, like we have been we have grown up 
watching those movies no uh, uh, shammi kapoor and shamila exactly when i was thinking those romantic songs and, you know as if there's no tomorrow like as if uh, the come to a standstill and you don't have anything to uh, like look forward to like you just want to be Stay in a there. trance it's a it's a trance like state i would say absolutely when you sit shikara and then you just uh, float on water uh-huh. and there's just immense beauty around mountains and uh, all the lovely shikaras around you and you just uh, you you just go in a trance wow and I, one thing i remember which i really enjoyed was shopping on shikara oh okay that's interesting yes, huh? there are different shikaras there shops on shikaras that come that pass by and they sell you something and souvenirs and all and then you stop for a while and then oh, you wow. try things and i tried different jewelry pieces and different things so it was wonderful to oh. shop so all uh, that's happening through shikaras that are passing by each other where they are selling all this jewelry yes, and all that yes, oh my yes. god interesting yeah. yes that's quite a, a nice experience yes absolutely uh, and uh, and what what around dal lake did you do i've heard a lot of beautiful gardens also are surrounded i mean dal lake is around all these beautiful gardens as well Yes like in the morning there is a veggie market uh, unfortunately i missed it okay. but if you uh, manage to get up really early and you can visit a veggie market also uh, so lot of uh, flowers and veggies are decorated and like they are arranged in shikaras and so it's a beautiful site i also had a uh, stay uh, at the lake like i i stayed in a houseboat for one night that oh. was also uh, a, a beautiful experience because oh. I, I just sat with my uh, houseboat uh, guy like he oh. narrated different stories of Kashmir to me and oh. I just uh, watched the sunset in front of me and then everything the sky turned orange and then the sky turned <laughs> in into different hues different colors so it was beautiful oh. and then uh, talking to somebody and like I had no worry on my mind I had nothing on my mind that I have to do this do that I was just sitting in a calm and serene atmosphere and talking to a Kashmiri mm-hmm. and uh, I would also like to add that uh, what I realized after this trip of mine is that people have so many wrong notions about Kashmir so many wrong notions about Kashmiris okay. and in fact I would say that the people who live there are far more liberal and uh, far more uh, peace loving okay. and it's so wonderful to talk to them and they are so helpful and uh, minus the hard selling uh, part like obviously they try to hard sell you and they try to but uh, other than that i think uh, if you really dig, dig deep into their souls uh-huh. they are beautiful people and uh, um, it was so wonderful that i i was traveling there as a solo uh, traveler and right. every was so kind and respectful towards me and everybody showed so much love to me that you are like my sister you are like my daughter oh my god that's nice kind of love i got there so that's wonderful then yeah. it's really nice to hear because i was just about to ask you that how safe was it traveling around kashmir because we've heard a lot of stories stone pelting and different incidents we get no, to like i didn't come and, anything unpleasant great yeah, huh? there are uh, like one or two things which i would say Uh, were not uh, that good but i think i don't i wouldn't like to talk about those things because you know those things can happen anywhere in the world Absolutely. like it's unfair to uh, you know uh, pinpoint one particular destination uh, any anything can happen anywhere as i mentioned earlier that you should you cannot really say that this place is safe or that place is unsafe Absolutely. it's not like that yeah. it's up to you how you conduct yourself what's mm-hmm. your attitude and like if you are if you if you're visiting a place uh, for something good and if you are wise if if that wisdom and confidence uh, is evident on your face then people take you that way that's, that's so well said here yeah 
Okay, that's great. So beautiful, the lake. We've sat in a nice shikara, spent a night yes. in, on the lake. Wow. So what next? What did you do? Uh, did you get a chance to see any of these, uh, the gardens around as well? Yeah, there are beautiful gardens. Uh, one of the gardens that I uh, went to was Pari Mahal. Okay. And it, I would say that it's highly recommended for the city view. Okay. Like if you want to have an overview of Srinagar, I think Pari Mahal is the place. Okay. It's it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That entire place is beautiful, and you just have to find a vantage point, mm-hmm. and you just have to sit and soak in the view around, mm-hmm. because you will be able to see the entire valley from there, mm-hmm. and uh, the golf course and uh, different gardens and different uh, orchards and all, like apple uh, gardens and all. So uh, everything, like I don't think you will miss anything. Like if you. Just sit there and just soak in the entire panorama. I think that would be the best thing to do. That's nice. And what about any other gardens? Did you get to explore any of them? Yeah, I explored an, uh, another garden, but it's not very popular. I uh, okay. also forgot the name because my uh, uh, manager, uh, like my hotel uh-huh. manager, that guest house, uh, like- he took me there. But uh, it was also a beautiful uh, garden. Okay. Besides the gardens, I happened to sneak into a cherry farm, which oh, I remember wow. very clearly. <laughs> so, uh, like we were just walking, and uh, I just sneaked in uh, cherry farm, uh-huh. and it was beautiful. Like you know, all the trees were loaded with lots of cherries. I I don't think I had ever seen so many cherries in my life before. Oh my god! Wow. So, Pluck cherries from the tree and have it. That was a beautiful experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how how did you get inside? How was it? I like I be, I was just passing by like the guy was showing me around like he was telling me about the village and how he had a farmhouse there so uh, I just we just came across this cherry farm so we just got inside Amazing. so I thought we should take a walk here and see so it was beautiful yeah. and and I feel the weather there helps growing all these beautiful things from cherries to beautiful apples Kashmiri apples to all the yes. dry fruits and everything. And yes. even uh, the gardens around, like um, I think there is this Asia's uh, largest tulip gardens that happen there. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, just adding a note to all the listeners, it has like I think Asia's largest uh, tulip garden, and also a lot of other bags and gardens as well. Nishat and I think Shalimar. Yes, gardens. yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, all the gardens are beautiful. I think you uh, can walk in anywhere. As I said, that there is no place in Srinagar where you will not find beauty. <laughs> So whether whether you walk the streets or you walk the garden, it's the same thing. I would say beautiful. So what all did you explore, uh, Renuka? Now besides uh, these things like the lake, and then there is this uh, uh, boulevard road. Uh, there's oh, okay. a long stretch of road there, uh, just across uh, the lakes. That is also beautiful, and you can walk as much as you like. Uh, oh. Because it's so beautiful, yeah. and then as I said earlier, that I did a photo walk. Uh, in the old city of Srinagar, one day. Okay, the downtown. So, yeah, down. Uh, yeah, <laughs> downtown. So I went there uh, towards the early evening, like late afternoon, around four, five, four or five p.m. Because that's the uh, time when you get the best kind of light okay. to capture those old buildings and old architecture. How was it? Yeah, it was beautiful. The walk was be- beautiful, and it was interesting to see those old houses and. With the traditional people and the traditional way of living. Right. 
and uh, any interesting shops that you came across yes and interesting shops also uh-huh. and um, interesting way of cooking and different things because kashmir, kashmir is a totally different world and you get everything is different like the way people dress the way people speak the kind of food they eat and uh-huh. everything is so different and i also enjoyed exploring the cuisine uh-huh. kashmir oh, oh did you eat <laughs> yeah or something that i think all of us go crazy on <laughs> yeah i think i've i've written a separate blog post on uh, my food trail in kashmir oh, and amazing, so huh? the, food, the food that i enjoyed was the street food okay like okay. Uh, there were uh, some restaurants that were recommended to me by some people but i more than the restaurants more than the big uh, posh restaurants i enjoyed food on the street okay. i think that was far more delicious the chicken dishes and all kinds of uh, rotis all kinds of parathas and uh-huh. different uh, non veg dishes and i and also i i uh, loved exploring the bakeries in shrinagar oh, i think wow. uh, yeah shrinagar has this amazing bakery culture which i love because i'm i'm totally a bakery person uh-huh. so they have this uh, particular kind of bread that they eat and then they also have this plum cake that is very prevalent so they like enjoy plum cake with tea uh-huh. and interestingly uh, the tea that uh, we have usually uh-huh. the rest of india uh, that that we call masala chai they call it lipton Lipton. Which if they ask you about what do you want? Do you want this uh, noon chai or you want Lipton? Uh-huh. So Lipton means that usual tea, and then they have this uh, salty tea, which is noon chai, and then there's another tea that they have. It's without milk and it's full of dry fruits and all. Okay. So um, it's very healthy and it's very uh, it helps you cope up with the cold also. Wow. So it's it's nice. Is is that the one that's called Khawa? Yes. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot the name Khawa. Okay. Yeah, right, okay. Right. okay. Yeah I think that was the first tea that, that I had in like the on my first morning in Srinagar I had kawa. Wow. Yeah. Is it sweet with how is it like No like the sweetness depends on sugar but uh-huh. it's I would say that it has its own flavors it's neither sweet nor um, salty uh-huh. it's it's up to you how much sugar or if you want to have it want to have it without sugar you can have it without sugar. Uh-huh. but i think it's it's uh, better that you have it without sugar yeah. so that you can enjoy the flavors yeah yeah even better yeah and, and the, uh, what i particularly liked yeah. about kashmiri uh, way of eating is that they um, they include lot of like non veg is very um, basic for them okay. like they like to have lot of non veg stuff but at the same time uh, they eat lot of fresh veggies as well they like to eat lot of fresh leafy veggies which okay. i really like the concept because it's not just non veg they like to have vegetarian food as well so i also enjoyed a lot of leafy veggie and kind of food mm-hmm. so which is very good nice nice yeah and food wasvan who can forget wasvan it's oh, what it's, is a, that? it's an elaborate platter uh-huh. and you have uh, like it's a biryani kind of platter and you have uh, chicken also in it and then you have mutton also oh, and wow. i think lamb also and it's it's elaborate and it's rich it's massive and it oh. i don't think it's possible for one person to finish it off like <laughs> just ordered a quarter of it and i couldn't finish it oh my god what is it called wazwan kashmiri wazwan oh wow yes. okay that's something that i'm going to add to my bucket list <laughs> <laughs> yes it is definitely a must uh, must do thing in kashmir it's a must do experience i would say that's great and did, did you get to interact with any locals there as well like i i used to interact with locals all the time like wherever i used to go like every day my usual day in shrinagar was uh, just strolling and strolling around dal lake and in the street markets and and talking to people and talking to shopkeepers and talking to the chikara guys okay. 
so my exploration of shrinagar was mostly about strolling wandering wow. taking pictures and talking to people that's great so uh, how about um, you telling us a little more about the boulevard walk venuka uh, what is there to explore in the walk like it's mainly a green patch a green a stretch of uh, trees Uh-huh. and uh, and it's beautiful like you just have to keep walking and you it's it's quiet it's serene it's it's i it's i would say it's the peaceful and more sophisticated part of shrinagar and okay. you will see a line up of uh, houses and bungalows over there oh, old yes. bungalows of people oh. and all the big like uh, people stay there like uh, oh, politicians okay. and all oh, okay any other destination that you would like to cover like there were days when i went out of shrinagar like i visited sonmarg i visited uh, that was a day trip then i visited gulmarg on a day trip okay. but uh, i found gulmarg disappointing but uh, i wouldn't say that uh, gulmarg is bad i think it's a great winter destination huh. when it's all snowy so you it's a good place for skiing and all oh, wow. but okay. i didn't like it at that point of time uh, because of the horses Oh. and sonmarg is beautiful sonmarg is one of my favorite places although it is very touristic it, it is still very beautiful it is still my favorite and then i explored northern kashmir which is tulail valley and gorez valley okay. which are not very uh, which are not at all touristic because it's pretty hard also to get there because at that time the roads were bad i don't know what's the current situation of the roads but uh, it took me 7 and a half hours to reach gorez valley from shrinagar oh. by Uh, once you reach there it, it's it's amazingly beautiful and uh, it's, it's it's a totally different world i would say like the kashmiris of uh, gorez valley or tulail valley are, are totally different from the kashmiris of shrinagar mm-hmm. because uh, those people people who stay in northern kashmir like their world is so limited like they oh. have access to so many things mm-hmm. and they live very simple lives and they are very simple sweet people and one of the experiences that i remember very dearly is uh, how one of the village folks like one of the men there mm-hmm. he invited me in for uh, chai for tea mm-hmm. so i thought okay why not so i went inside and there was his daughter and in no time there was tea there were there were biscuits there were uh, chapatis for me there were it oh, was omelet for me like they had they got everything for me so uh, i thought i and it was served in a beautiful cutlery Uh-huh. and in a beautiful setting uh-huh. and i told them you didn't even know that i am coming here and how could you like uh, prepare so much in no time and right. he told me, if i knew that you were coming that i would have prepared a chicken for you oh my god <laughs> it was a very uh, different experience Oh, to experience that kind of hospitality from those people right right they live so near to the border and so near near to that tensed area and like there's this heavy army presence oh, oh, oh. So, but it was beautiful and another thing that i loved was my rainbow spotting like i oh. i just uh, two of the most beautiful rainbows of my life and okay. it was this rainbow in front of me like in the mountain not even in the sky like Ooh. as if i could just go and touch it <laughs> so beautiful. yeah and the weather is like it's it's so unpredictable and so beautiful like it, when it's 7 o'clock in the evening you would feel that okay it'll get dark in a while but huh. no even after 7 o'clock it can get suddenly uh, so much light you will feel around you and suddenly you will see sun and suddenly there would be rainbow and suddenly there would be dark clouds so different things happen in a short span of time which is a kind of drama that you can see of weather and it, it's also beautiful amazing wow 
Rinuka, if you have to like just close your eyes and think of one of your favorite moments in Srinagar, what would it be? I think I've told you about all my favorite moments, but <laughs> I would, um, favorite moment would be uh, you know having breakfast with these village folks. Uh, unexpectedly, they invited me in, and then uh-huh. they offered me so much of love uh, without any reason. Right. It was definitely my favorite. But then I would say uh, most uh, fascinating or most touching part was that when I went to Tulail Valley, the day I went to Tulail Valley, it was my birthday. Oh. Wow, okay. 12th of June. Uh-huh. So that that's my birthday and it was a remote place and there was no network and oh. no electricity. I couldn't get in touch with my people at home. I think I, that that was my strangest birthday because I didn't get wishes from anybody like people oh. whom my friends and family. Right, right. I couldn't uh, be with anybody. I was all alone in a remote oh. place with with strangers huh. and uh, I didn't tell them that it was my birthday. I didn't tell anybody there that it was my birthday. Oh. I, I was staying in a guest house by Kashmir Tourism. Okay. So those Kashmir Tourism uh, uh, guys, they took care of me very well. I didn't tell them that it was my birthday, but the way they treated me, it was amazing. Like they oh. pampered me and they took care of me like their own daughter and I thought that if I had told them and that I- it's it's my birthday. I don't know what they would have <laughs> <told> me. <laughs> like it was a very strange birthday because I didn't tell them that it's, it's my birthday and I uh, didn't celebrate it. Uh-huh. And still, it, it's it's it was a beautiful birthday in its own way. Amazing. That's amazing. Thank thank you so much, Renuka, for taking yes. us on this beautiful trip to Kashmir and just like how it is out of all the movies from Kashmir Kikali to I think Fitur, the latest movie that I think at least I I've seen with respect to Kashmir. Mm-hmm. experiencing yes. this beauty through your eyes was beautiful so I would request all our listeners we will be adding links to Renuka's blogs in the show notes section as well so please mm-hmm. go out and check out her blog it's got amazing and beautiful pictures of Srinagar uh, Renuka maybe you could add a little note about how people can get in touch with you and contact you as well yeah you can uh uh, log on to my website www.renuka-voyagerforlife.com and you can uh, write to me if you have any questions that on my email ID it's there on in my contact me section okay. I'm there to answer your questions and I think there there's enough uh, content that I've written on Kashmir so if you need any help any guidance to plan your itinerary or where to stay and what to do you can get all that information on my blog right and i think even with respect to a solo traveler as well guys if you need yes. any information any inspiration you know where to head on to please go out yes. and check renuka's blog it's got amazing details about a solo traveler traveling throughout so hats off to you renuka and thank you so much for being a part of the musafir stories journey and taking mm-hmm. us to this beautiful sour capital of jammu and kashmir yeah, it was wonderful to, um, chatting with you and to, um, telling you about my Kashmir stories. Mm-hmm. And I chose Kashmir, I chose Srinagar because uh, many people are still uh, wary of uh, going there. Like it, it is the best destination of India. So I think um, more people should talk about it. More people should visit it. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that I talked about it. Yeah, we are glad that we got to hear a different story compared to what we've been like seeing in newspapers and all that about Srinagar. So looking forward to me hopefully making a trip there someday yes that would be great <laughs> yes. thank you so much Renuka that was yet another great episode of the Musafir Stories if you guys like the show please subscribe to us on iTunes Audioboom Savan Stitcher Pocket Radio or any other podcasting app that's available on iOS or Android 
You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We go by the handle The Musafir Stories. Or if it's so true, you could email us at themusafirstories at gmail.com and visit our website www.themusafirstories.com for more information. All of these links will be made available in the show notes section of the podcast. So here's to more traveling, sharing and inspiring. Stay tuned for our next episode. Until then, happy travels and goodbye. Goodbye.